Welcome to Wallabies and Wizards. This is your host, Light, the Light-Fingered Thief, and I'm joined by Logar here today. Hello, I am Logar, the Barbarian. Logar, today, what are we talking about? <laughs> Falling. Falling is no fun. I've fallen into my <laughs> fair share of pits before. Man, I, I fell down the stairs. Not that we were trying to move. We were trying to get stuff up in the basement, and I boop. It was horrible. <laughs> How much damage did you take falling down the stairs? At least 1d4. <laughs> I can feel it. But I'm like a 15th level fighter. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you look at the classic AD&D. It says uh, what, 1d6 damage per 10 feet fallen. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I, so we're talking about an article in Dragon Magazine number 88 and Physics and falling damage. Velocities, the key to understanding crash landings by Arn Ashley Parker. And I'll be 100% honest. I don't know if I can say anything about this article. It lost me. <laughs> this article went into the science and physics of falling, which tried to figure out, you know, the velocity of what your body was going to be at when it hit the ground based on the distance that it fell, assuming that we're a normal human Earth gravity, I guess, in the D&D world. Look, I, I, like, so it gives you a nice little chart here defining the terms. And, oh, my goodness, I definitely need my reader glasses to look at this little chart. It's, it's a bit beyond me. Yeah, so it's all physics, general physics terms. You got velocity, you have acceleration, distance. Then it goes into, like, potential and kinetic energy, the mass of the body, blah, 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 ad nauseum, because I hate physics. <laughs> so I don't know physics well. I never took a class in physics. I took statistics. I know statistics, and I know that kind of thing. Uh, but I, I, I am in no way ready to teach a statistics course if I was given the chance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I took a lot of physics for school, but I don't understand physics. I don't like physics. It's, Yeah. It's not my thing. <laughs> yeah. So we were going to talk about this. And I think that that I have come to a conclusion. They give they give some multiple different forms of falling damages done in the book. I think it's an AD&D. Is the other the Metzer form or something like that? Was it they were looking at? They were saying it was AD&D Player's Handbook. They were saying 1D6. But then they said there's a revised system that Frank Metzer wrote yeah. in issue 70 of Dragon Magazine that says it's a cumulative 1D6 per 10 feet fallen. So they're saying like, max is 20 D6 damage. So it's about you know 60 feet of fall. So I guess the original, so you get 20 D6 becomes the max on, on every system. On page 18 of this, there is a chart of the damage. They got the damage of the new system. It starts off with 3 D6. For, yeah. And then it kind of builds up slowly and there's certain areas where it kind of stays the same for large amounts until it reaches i guess 260 feet at 20 d6 damage whereas the old systems reach 20 d6 at 200 feet and at 60 feet so it gives you different charts of each of those different systems to use oh the one is supposed to be a more accurate one more scientifically calculated perhaps yeah and now here's the thing at 10 feet, you're going to get a lot more damage by that one. Correct. And it's going to give you a lot more wiggle room and a lot longer till you reach that 20 D6. Now, there's this, this if you're doing it by 1 D6 every 10 feet, you're just going to go up every 10 feet. By the time you reach 200, you've got 20 D6. 
Now, the other system that was there beforehand goes from 10 foot 1d6, 20 foot 3d6, 30 foot 6d6, 40 foot 10d6, 50s 15d6, and 60 is 20d6. So that one's going to get a lot more lethal, a lot quicker, but the starting fall of 10 feet is a lot less damaging. So I'm a little torn on which system I would prefer to use um, just looking at these, I'd likely use whatever system is given in a given book, just for simplicity's purpose, depending on what edition I'm running, if old school essentials or swords and wizardry or whatever, I'd probably look and say, okay, what are they saying here? Right. And go with that. Now on page 19, there is a follow-up kinetic energy is the key. So it's kind of a, a brief rebuttal to the physics falling damage system by Stephen Winter. And what's interesting is he talks a lot about what happens when you when you hit the ground. When you smack the ground, because my curiosity with kinetic energy is so let's say you're, I don't know, let's say Logar's wearing a full suit of plate mail and falls off the cliff and hits the ground wearing plate mail. Or what happens if light is wearing a suit of leather armor or padded armor and hits the ground the same way? Who's going to take more damage on top of that? Well, there's no bounce effect if you're hitting the ground, it says. It, what happens is the energy is distributed throughout the body. So you're going to have like broken bones and stuff like that. I mean, we're talking 20d6. You're probably just going to be dead. You have to yeah. be pretty powerful. I'm I, Actually, newer systems, you might be able to survive that because they do give you a lot of bonuses to stuff there that you don't normally get. But, you know, you will probably be at a minimum severely injured, unconscious, and have permanent you know, like you said, broken bone, broken spine. Your character's probably going to be out of commission for a long time. I know people get into making games more realistic and trying to emulate the realities of combat and stuff like that. I don't. That doesn't a thing that I want at my table a lot. I try to make a quick dice resolution. It's a game. It's make-believe. Right. And it's I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking for a way to get to, to just do this quick and not have to go, okay, what are the actual physics and how would it realistically happen? And in combat, like I would rather have a combat system that works quick and easy and we can flow through fast than having something that more mirrors reality. So I'm more of a rules light person when it comes to running my stuff. So I'm not sure how much I'm looking to try to get into the nuances of the reality of physics when a character falls off a cliff or falls down a pit trap or something along those lines. Well, you know, based on the damage ratings that you have that we see here, if you're a level one or level two character, you're probably going to die if you fall into a pit <laughs> trap. If you're level five or level six, Depending on how, I mean, most pit traps are like what, maybe 30, 40 feet? Uh, yeah, 20, 30. I guess they could be up to 40. A up lot to of 40 tops? Like 10, 20 could be, it depends on the dungeon, 240. Right. So, you know, if you look at the old system, as they call it, 40 feet would be like what? 46, depending on which system we're using. So if we're going with, if we're going with the, the single D6 per 10 feet, it's 46. Right. If we go with 46. the alternate system, it's you by the time you hit 40 feet, it goes from 1d6, 3d6, 66 to 10d6 at 40 feet. So 10d6 10d6 is gonna kill you. <laughs> well, and let's say you have a 15th level fighter, they might survive. Now, one thing that's pointed out is that hit points aren't a very realistic 
measurement of the kind of damage and wounds that we take in reality. If you get into a collision in a car head on, you know, one guy walks away with a broken nose, the other broke, like, what, what is that? you know, a certain percentage of your hit points or damage that you're taking, not really, you've harmed a part of your body, you have a wound. Right. Which is one reason I appreciate systems like some of the stuff they do in the year, zero engine games from Free League, where instead of taking hit points as much, a lot of the times you end up, you roll on wound tables. On wounds, yeah. And the wounds, too many wounds, guess what? (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, you so like with the wounds, they impact the gameplay though. Like, okay, if you hurt this, this gives you negative on this and that for this long right. while you heal, takes you this long to heal. You can have like instant death on the wound table. Like if your heart is pierced or something like that, or your lungs are, like it gives you lots of different options of things on a D66 table on a lot of those games. Like Coriolis, I believe does that. Forbidden Lands does that. So I like the element of, of damage done by wounds and not as hit point focused as some things are. I think it's a neat way to approach it. If I wanted to go more realistic, I would go there instead of trying to calculate how many dice for a fall based on the velocity. Well, you think about it in real life, if you fell off the second story of your house, for example, there's a chance that you probably die. (laughs) There is a chance I would die. I, I, I did roofing. When I first got out of the Marine Corps, one of the first gigs that I got was roofing. And I got up on some of those A-frame houses. It was horrible. That's scary. Those have a steep, steep pitch. <laughs> oh, I watched guys fall off these roofs. And, and I got out of there. I said, look, I've done a lot of construction jobs in my lifetime here and there. But the one thing I do not ever want to do again is roofing. That's number one. I don't want to mess with it. I don't, I don't want to be up on that roof. Nope. It scares me. I'm not. And I'm, I never thought of myself as someone who was afraid of heights. And a lot of these guys would go up on the roof with, like, we had zero harnesses or anything No else. harnesses, carrying two bundles, one on each shoulder. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, now I've worked in bigger places where OSHA was far more dominant. If you're going up, you need to have safety gear, safety right. equipment strapped in and stuff like that. But on roofing, it seems that that stuff's just willy-nilly. It's a lot of contract work and stuff like that. So OSHA rules aren't as applied or paid attention to all the time. Yeah, I'm scared of it. <laughs> I don't want to make that plunge. No. I did do repelling when I was in the Marine Corps. But repelling, you have a, I'm assuming that in training, you have a safety yeah. safety line on you. So. so, yeah, you got the line that you're going down. And somewhere at the bottom, they literally pull the two ropes apart to slow you down is what it is. There were some guys that were scared to death. I, I watched one guy up there, as many other guys went through during boot camp as we were doing the repelling. And this guy just clung to the ledge, scared to death to go down. He wouldn't. They're screaming at him to go down, and he's just no, no, clinging for dear life. So what happens then? Do they just punch you over the they, edge? Yeah, I think they just eventually they just they just uh, they just gave him the boot, <laughs> just boop, he <laughs> him down, and ah, he was scream flailing down. That's what it is. This is the Marine Corps. It's not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped out. I thought it was cool. I was actually into it. wasn't afraid of it. It didn't it was, like I don't have a fear of heights in that respect. But it's a little different. When it's I a little got, bit different, yeah. When yeah. you got guys above you, guys below you, and then you have a safety harness. It's not like you're going up without a safety yeah. harness on the roof. I know that I'm going to be all right coming down versus on that roof. Oh, no, that roof yeah. ain't safe. And especially those, and those, those, those really narrow A-frames. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. We can't be up here walking around. Like, I was scared. I Yeah, I'm never doing that again. Anyways, enough for roofing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know what the, the I don't know what the the formula is to calculate the velocity of my fall if I fall off the roof if I'm up there roofing. I don't know that, but apparently, if you want to know that, Dragon Magazine number eighty-eight will give you a pretty in-depth look at all of the math and the formulas of scientific facts behind the system and behind your fall and the velocity and everything else. I wish that I could articulate this better. And if there is anybody who's good at physics out there listening that is, that knows their stuff, a, 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 what are phys, they're not called physician, a physician. No, no. It'd be a physicist. A physicist. If you're a physicist out there and you understand this stuff, especially in a physicist who happens to have a copy of Dragon Mag number 88, it might be able to come on and explain to us the, the things like the velocity of the, I guess, yeah, whatever. <laughs> the speed of a body in the Z or down direction, the velocity in one direction, the initial velocity of a body, the acceleration due to gravity, acceleration in one dimension, distance falling, like all these things. I have no idea. I, I, I've read through this and it, it's just left me lost. So if you know the math well enough and the physics well enough and you're listening, we'd love to hear from you to come on and tell us a little bit better about the falls in D&D. <laughs> exactly. And how that we can translate it to something that's reasonable within the game without too much, um, you know, it's supposed to be old school, simple. <laughs> it's one of those things that I think I'll just stick with what's in the book of what I'm playing and not try to dabble in too much or change because I don't see a need to. It's, it's it just I just need a quick die or two to roll for damage so we can move on with game at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, that's true. You know, in the future, we might have a, you know, a session talking about, like, say, rules for drowning or rules for suffocating or in others. Oh yeah, they have all kinds of stuff like that. I've had some fun traps when you when you take into account rules. A lot of times I've run into rules for drowning and or suffocating being like the same thing in a lot of books. But uh, yeah, uh, that's one of those things that I've had some fun traps using those. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. And those of you that have, I want to thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. We're pretty active on there. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. You can go there and check out what we got going on. I'm on Twitter at Logar Crom. We're on Patreon, and we could really use the support if you can afford it, if you can help us out. Would be a very appreciated. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. Yeah, and let us know if you roll a 20d6 for damage after 60 feet.